is the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel, taking a bite-sized look at some of the big Liverpool FC talking points. Hello and welcome to the latest Agenda Podcast from Blood Red, with myself, Matt Addison, alongside Joe Rimmer. Takumi Minamino opened the scoring at Selhurst Park last weekend as Liverpool capped off an exceptional few days with an emphatic 7-0 win over Crystal Palace. That goal was the first the Japanese has netted in the Premier League after 18 appearances. So could that be the catalyst to kickstart his Liverpool career? And how should he reflect on his first 12 months as a Reds man since arriving from Red Bull Salzburg? Joe, it's been a difficult first year at Anfield for Minamino, but have you sort of started to see signs now that he could be settling and, and could be ready to, to sort of kick on? Yeah, I thought the uh, the Crystal Palace performance was one of, if not his best performance uh, in a Liverpool shirt. He took the goal really, really well. I mean, I think it's almost been forgotten in a, in a game which, in which Liverpool scored seven goals, a lot of wonderful goals. Firmino's one, Salas and, and Henderson's four highlights, but that opener was a was a really really good goal. It was a great touch and finish, lots of composure from Minamino. So, you know, I thought that was a really good sign. And look, it's going to be difficult for him. I think any player coming into to Liverpool's front three is going to find life difficult because your chances are always limited. But I think we've seen some good signs. As you say, it's been a it's been a difficult year for him because look, how many players will will have um, you know signed for a club and then had a year like that? You know, going into lockdown. Um, by all accounts, he lived in the Liverpool City Centre alone. Um, it must have been a pretty lonely existence um, for someone who doesn't speak the language coming into a new city and then find himself two months later locked down for a large period of time. So that must have been pretty difficult for him. So I think he deserves a, a little bit more patience because of that. But yeah, I think we're starting to see little signs now that of the player who we saw when Salzburg visited Anfield and the player who I mean, let's face it, it's quite widely known that a lot of Liverpool players um, were, were saying to their manager, sign this lad up, he's a good player. So I think there's some flashes there and, you know, hopefully 2021 can be a kind of year for Takumi Minamino. I think it's important to, to point that out, isn't it? Obviously, we know the impact of, of coronavirus. Players were training on their own from their own houses and, and flats and things like that, like you say. And Minamino arrived at Anfield, didn't really speak too much English. He had to settle into a culture, which even now is, is probably very difficult because, you know, whether you're a footballer or not, life isn't back to normal yet. So it's almost not got back to, to the way that it, it should have been. And he is the only example, really, in terms of, of Liverpool players, of that happening too. So as you say, how much sort of extra leniency do you think we should afford to these players because it, it's not something we tend to, to really think about with transfers certainly I, I think look I think Minamino's probably six months behind perhaps where he'd hoped to be in terms of you know the training you, you look at players like Fabinho like Andy Robertson you know they're, they're just two players off the top of my head who came in and took a while to, to get used to things at Liverpool you know to play the, the style that Klopp employs and a lot of that you know a lot of the time that they they took um, was taken up on the training ground in in sessions, getting used to Liverpool tactically. And Minamino will have missed a, a large period of that. His fitness would have been probably up and down because you know he was taken away from from football. So it, I think it was extra tough on him as a new signing. And, and I think you know the other players who've who've been there, um, you know, it would have been tough on them as well. But Imagine trying to settle into a, a new language, new culture, new city, 
um, and then a team as demanding as Liverpool and having to put up with that. So it must have been tough on him. Um, I think he is a talented footballer and I think he does have attributes to succeed at Liverpool. Um, but I do think it's worth remembering that I think that front three position is always going to be difficult for Liverpool to recruit for because if, if you're not recruiting someone as a replacement for Salah, Firmino and Mane, then they're going to be somebody who's coming in as backup, who's going to accept that a lot of their existence is going to be on the bench or coming off the bench. And that can mean it's difficult to find rhythm. And it also means that you, your bar is set slightly higher, isn't it? When you watch those three players, you know, they're all wonderful footballers. So when anyone else comes in and they're not quite as good, you know, you, you judge them by those standards, don't you? So I think Minamino found life pretty difficult um, because of that. But hopefully this goal can just pick his confidence up a little bit and um, show him that he does belong at Liverpool because I think he's got a role to play. And look, he's jumped ahead of the likes of, say, Origi in the pecking order now. So he's he's got that chance. And I think Liverpool are going to need him. You know, they're going to need players like him if they're going to navigate the Premier League and the Champions League as well as the FA Cup uh, in the new year. So um, it's promising for him. Um, I was really pleased to see him score. I think you could tell he's popular among Liverpool fans for the reaction of the go- to the goal. So um, fingers crossed for him this year because... You know, as a player, I think we all hope we'll succeed. Yeah, I mean, just in terms of that goal, it was really well taken, really cool inside the, the penalty area to take that extra touch and finish it. I mean, we have sort of been here a little bit before. He did score in the Community Shield against Arsenal. We wondered if that could be the catalyst. But do you think there's sort of, I suppose, the, the extra few months of settling in time, do you think that's what makes it potentially different this time? And, and this can be the one that he really takes confidence from? Perhaps so. It's difficult with him because the one my my one problem, I suppose, with Minamino is that I don't quite know where his defined position is at Liverpool. You know, I think we've seen his best football, perhaps playing as an alternative to Firmino. Um, but then at the same time, I don't. I think he struggled there at times early on in his Liverpool career. Um, he's obviously played in midfield. He's played on the on the on the flanks. Um, and he played well uh, the other day as a replacement for Salah. So it's it's difficult, you know, I think for him, he probably needs a run of games in, a st- in the same position to get used to it, to get used to the demands. And that's always going to be difficult, as I mentioned before, with the front three. Um, and I think as well, I'd like to see him more involved on the pitch. Um, you know, it's, it's a criticism that I personally have put a Nadine Keiser at times before, again, somebody who I think is a really good footballer and makes things happen for Liverpool, but perhaps just isn't involved, especially when Liverpool don't have the ball perhaps as much as you want. So I think for Minamino, it's about growing in confidence, getting involved in the game and, and nailing down a position where he can say, all right, then when Mane or Salah is out, I'm your second man, I'm the man who you can turn to, um, to play in those positions. So hopefully, um, that, that happens and hopefully the goal gives him enough confidence to, to get into games. But as you say, we've seen it before. So it's difficult. It's difficult. It's hard to say. I don't think, you know, anyone can, can really predict this. I think, um, you know, we're, we're all hoping for the best, but I think there's certainly a talented footballer in there. The Agenda on the Blood Red Channel. Yeah, he certainly looked more confident after scoring against Palace and put in a good performance. This is what Jurgen Klopp had to say about Takumi Minamino at full-time. First of all, um, we want to use Taki. So that's it. And the way we play, we need um, um, 
if you play for us in midfield, you need to be um, an offensive. You need to have offensive skills as well. So means Taki can play there. Played it twice, played good. Even more important in training, he looked really sharp, really in good shape. That's why he was why he why we pl he played today. Um, played a top game today. Uh, nice finish. Um, and just is is a good moment. Yeah? So that's that's what we want to use. And I saw him in the dressing room now, and he was um, couldn't avoid, avoid smiling all over his face. So it's um, it's it's a good moment. He he's in a really good place and um, helps us a lot. Well, Klopp's admiration for his performance there, Joe, was pretty clear. But Liverpool play West Brom next, then Newcastle United. Does Takumi Minamino get into the starting eleven, or, or even come off the bench in either of those two games? I suppose that is the immediate challenge for him now to to be able to continue this form. Yeah, I think I think he does, and I think if if you're Minamino, you'd be having scored that goal, you'd be wanting to show Klopp start me in one of those games. You know, rotate your team, rotate one of Salah or, or Mane, and give me a chance. Um, I certainly think we'll see him off the bench. Whether he starts remains to be seen. Um, I think he's up against two guys who, look, let's face it, Mane and Salah do not enjoy being out of the team. They they will be wanting to start every game. Um, but I think Liverpool need to manage their resources and I don't think any Liverpool fans would complain if, if one of them is rested over those two games. So I think for Minamino, he's got to be the man that plays should one of those two players be rested. So I think, you know, I think he's got a good chance and I think, you know, I don't think he will start against West Brom. I think they'll go back to the, the front three. Uh, the not usual front three. Um, but then Newcastle should be the one he, he probably has an aisle. Um, but should he get a chance off the bench against West Brom, he'll want to make an impact because you want to just keep that momentum going um, and you know show it's not a flash in the pan. And I think with opportunities as limited as they are for Minamino, um, you know, if if you if he doesn't play against West Brom, then comes off the bench for 20 minutes and doesn't really do much, it kind of Suffers that growth a little bit, so he'll want to he'll want to make an impact against West Brom, whether it's off the bench or perhaps from the start. I think he's more likely to start against Newcastle. I think it's fair to say he's probably ahead of Divock Origi now in the pecking order for sure. But certain Shakiri could be back in full training this week. He's another option in there as well. I mean, do you think the goal against Palace maybe just edges Minamino in front of him, or, or how do you think that sort of stands for Jurgen Klopp at the moment? Yeah, I think so. And, and look, I think. I, I like Shakiri. I think he's a very talented player, um, and I think he's really useful for Liverpool. He's a sort of player that just seems to make a lot of things happen. Probably the opposite from Minamino in the sense that you don't get the the output in terms of work from from Shakiri. But I think you probably get more goals, more assists. And um, but I think Klopp likes a balance. And I just think for Minamino, there's more longevity in Minamino. So I think if Klopp's going to go for one, he's going to go for Minamino because he'll. You'll want him to, to play to get more minutes, to get more goals and be part of Liverpool's future. I still still suspect that if Liverpool got a decent bid, they would they would sell Shakiri. He's been a man who, you know, in the last couple of windows, I think Liverpool have have been considering selling him and just haven't had an offer that they, they thought was satisfactory. But I think if that comes in, they could still sell him. So I do think he's ahead of the pecking order in of Shakiri. But Shakiri's a good player and and look if he can keep himself fit. There's no reason why he can't force his way back in. It, it bodes well for Liverpool going into the new year. They've got players like that, Shakiri, Minamino, and, and Origi, who's who's made an impact in the past as well, getting back fit and, and being part of things. So um, I do think Minamino's ahead in the pecking order, but I think Shakiri 
you know, I wouldn't write him off at Liverpool just yet, put it that way. And just finally then, in, in terms of Minamino and, and 2021, what do you think the, the next few months holds for him? I mean, if he was to just continue to be this squad option that can come in and, and do well, that's probably for 7.25 million what Liverpool would have been expecting from him. Absolutely. Pa- Palace is the benchmark now for him. And I think he should be looking at it saying, you know, I, I want to get an opportunity every, say, five games or so um, coming off the bench, making an impact off the bench and making sure that, you know, should Liverpool need a winner, I'm the one they turn to. Or even if Liverpool are looking just to turn the screw on teams, he's doing that. And I think, you know, he'll look at Palace now and go, I can come in, I can play with these, whoever the th- front three, whoever it's made up and make an impact. And, and he should be wanting to start start games. Um, I think I think he can do, I think he should do. Um, and that should be the benchmark for him. He's not going to push in and become one of Liverpool's front three. There aren't many players in the world who can. Um, and that's why I think he's such a clever signing at seven seven million. Because look, if it doesn't work, then it's okay, isn't it? You know, Liverpool will probably get more than seven million back for him, say next summer, and they can move on, and and, and it won't hit his career too hard either, because he'll have had a year, well, two years at Liverpool. So, you know, it was a gamble worth taking, but you know, he should be now looking to to really um, turn things up in the in the next six months of his Liverpool career, because I think he's talented enough to do so. Yeah, absolutely. It's not been a bad year for Minamino, winning the Premier League title with Liverpool in his first few months at the club. But he and the Reds will be hoping that there's a lot more to come from him over the next few months. And of course, we'll keep you updated with all of those developments. Make sure to like, comment and subscribe or leave us a review if you're listening to the show as a podcast. But for now, though, from myself, Matt Addison and from Joe Rimmer, that's all we've got time for here on the latest Agenda show. Thank you for watching or listening and goodbye for now. You've been listening to the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.